Bam. Yeah. Bam. We're live. Good morning. Christmas Eve. Happy birthday, Mom. Yep, it's my mom's birthday. That was always fun being a little kid. Your mom's birthday was on Christmas Eve. I kind of dug it. I kind of felt bad for her a little bit. I always wondered if when she was a little kid, like it meant she got less presents. I didn't get my mom anything this year. I bet you my wife got her something. I had a tough night last night. Hey, Susan, what's up? Hey, what's up, man? Ooh, made it. Oh, shit. Will shaved his mustache. I had to kick him off for that. <laughs> He's, back. He's gone. He's back. He's gone. He's back. He's gone. Oh, putting on my wool socks. It's raining here. Yeah, it's raining here, too. Dude, epic morning. Epic morning. I took one of those just gigantic deuces where I'm just like, holy shit. It's like like multiple things go on. You're like, wow, that's what it's like having a baby. And wow, I'm free. I'm free. It's it, 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 Wow, I'm free. Is that Sevon's oldest son? Wait, let me look. Really? <laughs> I've it does, seen that a couple times. It does look like he got into my glass collection like he's pillaging my shit. <laughs> Actually, I got asked to do an impersonation show, so I had to go buy new glasses. Yeah, it's uh, wow. Look at Caleb won't even show his face. I invited Caleb and Will on here today to um, Caleb, are you at work? Maybe he's working. No, I just don't have a camera. Uh, <laughs> this is us. This is us. This is it. This is the team. And anonymous. <laughs> we 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 the, the history of the show I've told a million times, but basically here we are, and I was doing the show, and then this guy Ryan Jevening stepped in and he was helping with the show. And he has he I think he has games aspirations. And uh so um he, we parted ways. I don't even know if we parted ways, I don't know what happened, but then Will and Caleb stepped up. I don't even know how they stepped up. Do you guys know how you stepped up? Slid into the DMs. Yeah. <laughs> I just started sending you stuff. Is is that really how it worked? Yeah. I moved Pretty to much. Charlotte in September and then I was living alone then now. So then I I used to want to make I used to like making Photoshop stuff Photoshop stuff. So I just started DMing you stuff. And then I, started I started emailing using you stuff. Yeah. And then you gave me your number, and I started texting you stuff. And that was the progression. There you go. They put Easy in the work. That. Is what they did. They put in the work. <laughs> Self directed. And Caleb, how did? And, and then, and then, then I, we just started talking like like once a week, and then twice a week, and now every day, and then fucking, then you get logging info, and then now here you are, bam, on the Christmas Eve show, just like, like that, just like that. And same thing with you, Caleb. What did, you just started making stuff and sending it. Yeah, pretty much. You said in one of your podcasts, you just needed somebody who gave a shit. And so then I sent you a video that said, I'm somebody who gives a shit. <laughs> and you just said, cool. And that's pretty much how it started. And then and then all of a sudden, um, Sousa tells me that you and Will got connected. Like, I didn't connect you guys. I was trying to keep you guys apart so like I could like control you guys. <laughs> I'm honestly not sure how we got connected, honestly. Damn. 
Is your head getting cold? Oh, I feel so much better. Uh, your head got cold there for a minute. Are, are and and K- K- Caleb, you're in the military. Yes, sir, I am. Because one, I saw you for the first time a couple of days ago. We did a Facetime call, and you were you were in what you were in fatigues. Yep, I was in uniform. I I, I work at a hospital. <clears throat> what do you do there? Are you allowed to say? Oh, I just like a just like a corpsman, basically. I don't know what the, what is that. Uh, it's just like a basically just like a medic. Oh, when you said a corpsman, I thought you were just sat in the corner and did sit ups. Yes, a lot of that all day. <laughs> <laughs> I lost my wristbands, Bruce. I mean, I didn't lose them. I don't ever lose anything. But I agree. It, I'm cold. I'm a little cold this morning. I would like it if I had my wristbands, and it'd be cool if Victos just sent. Victos. Yeah, I'm not gonna get started. Yeah. Um, and 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 Will and Caleb were. Oh, nice. Nice. Good job. Core twos. Were those the core ones or core twos? Core twos. Um, too thick for me. Really? Yeah. A little well, I work out in them. I do everything in them. Rope climb, lift, run. Have you ever humped with your shoes on? Crocs. For sure. <laughs> Damn. Maybe a pair of Gucci slippers, but. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, Caleb Crocs, is that true? That's the way to go, really. Maximum traction. So you were standing and they were like bent over or something? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Just keep them by the side of the bed and slip them on. <laughs> um, and, and then was there any part of you um, that was like, hey, um, th- this is, I don't know, like I like the show, but I don't align with like what he says. Like when I first started working at CrossFit, I would, um, you know, Greg would, when Greg was talking or we'd be at dinner, he'd be like, the liberals did this and the liberals did that. And I was liberal and I would be like, and there were tons of liberals who worked there. Tons, tons and tons and tons, man. It was a diverse group. I mean, it's fucking Santa Cruz and by diverse. I mean, there was, we, we had all the genders, all of them. We had both sexes and all the genders. Was there any party that was like, Hey, uh, either one of you like, I'm, I'm this bullshit. I'm a, I don't want to be affiliated with this crap. This this hurts my feelings. No, Obama's a good I'm dude. Pretty uh, open to everything, really. Don't hey, really have much of a problem with much. You fucked with Crocs on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if it's if it works, it works. If it doesn't, right. throw it away. God, I, I want to be more like you. It, it, uh, go ahead, Will. Oh, I I was gonna say, I feel like yeah, we're pretty different, but that's what I like about it. But yeah, I, I definitely thought that before. It's hard to rechange your mind about get out of your head about what you can be affiliated with and whose opinion matters. And, yeah, like what? What yeah. if I found out? Like, what if we? What if I found out the Turks didn't really kill the Armenians? Like that was my I, that my doesn't I know that doesn't mean shit to you guys, but I was raised as like that's part of my story. Turks killed Armenians. So your whole life but, would be a lie then. Well, yeah, that that whole section of that story would be a lie. Yeah, it would be. It, it's like, I, but I'm justifying the Democrat Republican thing because I do think that, like, when I was a kid, I would be, I would ask my mom questions, like, and, and because at the dinner table, a lot, especially at my dad's house, there was a ton of politics being talked. All not that's all that was talked, and um, I I would ask questions like, hey, if George Washington was such a good dude, how come he didn't free the slaves? I remember asking my mom that. Um, I remember. Uh, um, and my stepmom especially especially was very 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 political and 
everything was couched in terms of politics. And uh, I remember thinking, I don't remember which parent I asked, but if, I thought the Republicans were the bad guys, but Abraham Lincoln was a Republican. And then I was told, well, the party switched. Like, you know what I mean? Like their ideology switched. And then, so I was like, all right. So I just, I just believe that. And then, I mean, in, but, but now I, I don't know if I believe that, but anyway, so that's how I justify it now. I'm like, well, when I was a Democrat, they were good. But now they're bad. They switched again. They switched again. Are you registered to vote, Savon? I am. I'm probably registered as a Democrat. Oh, okay. I, that's my actually, question. maybe I had to re-register in um for the recall. Yeah, or may, maybe I re-registered. I, I definitely voted for the recall. I definitely did not want Mister Newsom. Um, he's definitely not good for my kids. I'm looking for something. It's King King Newsom. King Newsom. <laughs> yeah, Lord Newsom. Newsom. Well, yeah. it, 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 it's very interesting you bring that up. I'm going to play this video, and this this I'm having a little bit of a tough morning because I did something that upset my mom, and I really hate to upset my mom. On her you birthday? You forgot to say happy birthday? Yeah. No, she doesn't give a shit about that. Here, well, let me see. I'm going to uh, let me see if I can share screen. Was it the comments towards Christy yesterday? No, no. I, I, that, I went unscathed. I went unscathed. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. That, got tough skin. I, I, that's a legitimate question, though. Yeah, I, I came in hot. Uh, okay, <laughs> let, let, let me see if you guys can hear this. Can't hear it. Negative. You guys can't hear it? No, but you could give us a good reenactment, probably. I can. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if I can do this. Watch this move. Watch this move. Watch this move. of the fact that we are attacking your fundamental rights or limiting your fundamental rights, and the Charter says that was wrong, we're still going to go ahead and do it. It's basically a loophole that allows a majority to override fundamental rights of a minority. Whoa. So Whoa. that's the... That's the um, I don't know what you call him, but he runs Canada. That's the CEO of Canada. It's Trudeau. Yeah, yeah. Justin Trudeau. Wow. And so the problem here is this. So, so I sent that clip to my parents last night, and I said, "Hey, you, you know, this is how Egypt lost its democracy." And basically, we have certain rules in this country that allow us to maintain our liberty. Basically, in a nutshell, you can't vote away democracy. Even if the majority wants to, you cannot vote away democracy in this country. That's one of the things that's so fucking great about this fucking country. We have something called liberty. And, I, and, I'm, and I'm open to being wrong. I'm no fucking lawyer. But we have something that no matter how bad or how brainwashed the country gets, we can't like be run by, what, what's it called? Like Sharia law. Like it, it always still has to be at the foundation, our constitution and our constitutional rights. And this guy is saying because the, in Canada, because the majority is against blah, 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 they can start taking away people's rights. That's not the way it is in this country. You can't allow that to happen. You just had a democracy. They had an election. The first thing they did was get rid of their democracy. You can't do that in the United States. That's what they're fucking doing in Canada. They're saying that. Our forefathers put this in, set this up so that we can't fuck ourselves. And it's happening like right before our eyes. So I sent that clip to my parents and I was like, hey, man, the party that you stood for is that it, 
is behind this. Well, at 4.30 in the morning, I got a text message from my mom and it said, hey, <laughs> if your goal is to offend your 81-year-old father, you did it. And that fucking, <laughs> that rocked me to my core. I didn't like that. Oh. Sorry, mom. <laughs> Wait, why did that if offend If racism you, doesn't exist, why isn't the dictionary? Um, oh, L. I don't, I don't know if that's I mean, even a real question. I don't even know if that's a real question, but I could show you a ton of shit. Um, If dragons don't exist, why are dragons in the dictionary? I shut the fuck up with that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Only real things are in the dictionary. I hope that guy's joking. I hope. I I think uh, they're being sarcastic. They'd have to be sarcastic, or they're five. Good morning, Brad. You you have an agitated and semi semi uh, very depressed, semi depressed, (laughs) a little depressed. How they get the number? I apologize to my dad. I text him as soon as my mom said that to me. I text him. I'm like, "Hey, sorry for being so aggressive." Uh, yeah. Thank you, Colton. Oh, tomorrow we have Christmas with Colton, and I told Dave Castro about it, and he said, "Well, are you going to invite me on?" I said, "Sure." So tomorrow we might have Christmas with Colton and Dave Castro. I'm kind of excited, uh-huh. and I'll, I'll crack the question about Wadapalooza. And then um, on Sunday we have a Taylor Self coming on the new show to step in for Kate Gordon this week. And I will ask Taylor, can you beat Colton Mertens? <laughs> Is there only Colton. room for one of you fucking weirdos at the games? Congrats on the road challenge, by the way, Colton. Oh, yeah. Yes. That is badass. That's the only reason why I invited so, him on the show. Now he's Someone in our wild. DMs called it our uh, participation trophy. <laughs> <laughs> they, were, they were trying to go after Colton. I was like, are you really... I, I don't know. I was like, are Surprise you really trying to go right Colton Mertens right now? That's not the move. Yeah. Not cool. Uh, uh, good morning, Brad. Thanks for calling, dude. Good morning. Hey. Yeah, man. How are you guys? I'm I'm semi depressed. Will's fucking hating being on the show, but he but he's stepping up and Kayla's being a <laughs> pussy and Susie's enjoying it. Well, that's my assessment. I'm calling to say that uh COVID ain't too bad, and I'm kind of glad that I ended up getting it here because uh, I just had a minor fever that Tylenol's been knocking out. So, oh, I thought you weren't supposed to take Tylenol when you got that when you got the SARS. There's only one method: vaccine. That's it. What are you doing with the Tylenol? <laughs> oh, whoa, 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 yeah, yeah. And I started a new job, so I'm the new guy who gets to report this to everybody else on Christmas Eve. <laughs> oh, how, how did you um? How did you get it? Were you like licking like um, handrails at the the train station? Or? I've got you probably five different ways. No man, probably five different ways, and who knows? Um, yeah, it's, I don't know. Um, did did you do you live with a um, a significant other? I was going to say a chick, but that would be biased. Let <laughs> me make a presupposition. Did you did you does your significant other or whoever you live with have it? They don't. They have had absolutely no, no symptoms so far. Are you vaccinated? No. Oh, interesting. And and uh, interesting. And and how many days yeah. have you had it? So I had some symptoms Tuesday night that were pretty disheartening. Right, fever, chills. Never really had chills in my life ever. Uh, so Wednesday went and had that PCR test done. Um, and then since then, just Tylenol and like cold and flu, like over the counter medicines, been knocking out any symptoms really. It's been pretty painless workout this morning. Um, so what'd you do? I don't what know, was man. The workout? Uh, I just did a little clang and bang, did some deadlifts, Bulgarian split squats, you know, just some lower body stuff to keep, uh, keep it moving. What did you do to warm up for that? Did you get like, were you sweating before you started? No, no. 
and I'm in Houston and it's, you know, it's going to be a record hot today of like 85 degrees. So oh, kind of, kind of weird. Oh. Yeah. Hey, um, Brad, you, uh, whenever I, whenever I've gotten the chills in my life, I just start just drinking a shitload of water and I start putting on tons yeah. and tons of, uh, like clothes. Like I, I just try to sweat that shit out. I try to get so uncomfortably yeah. hot. I don't know if it's the right thing to do, but I think my grandma taught my mom that and my mom taught me that. And that's normally what I yeah, do. Yeah. I mean, that's basically what I did. I went, told, told my wife what was going on and got into bed. We put a heating pad over me and oh, cool. okay. took some Tylenol. And like two hours later, I started getting hot and I'm like, Oh, that's probably good. Yeah. So I started taking layers off. And then within like four hours of the first chill, I was back down to normal temperature, nothing at all, just from two little Tylenol. And if you want to kill yourself, just um, start, uh, just have a <laughs> teaspoon of sugar every 15 minutes. Just a nice dollop of sugar and uh dollop. You can't dollop something unless it's like yogurt, right? It has to be a certain viscosity yeah. to dollop. Yeah. I feel it's yeah, a great pretty much. cream. Yeah. A dollop of Daisy. The whole of a daisy. That's <laughs> <laughs> Caleb, Caleb disturbed it. Dis, 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 distributed a dollop in croc in Crocs. Caleb distributed <laughs> dollop in Crocs. Wow, <laughs> my brain. Did he? Uh, did he put those things in sport mode when he was uh, doing the deed? <laughs> oh, you're damn right, I did. <laughs> what yeah. do you do? Like you flip something on the sole, and like the the grips yeah. come down or something, like a little. <laughs> yep. Yep. It's just, it's when you take the strap and you go from the strap on the front to behind the heel. Extra traction. <laughs> Caleb, I seriously think that if I put on uh, uh, a pair of Crocs, my uh, sperm count per load would drop from like 300 million to like 20 million. Oh, it's, it has a reverse effect. It goes. I, I think, the, I think it's a form increase. of birth control. Hey, what about, what about these heel ones? That want me to rock these bad boys. Are those Whoa. real? <laughs> They're on the internet. Must be real. Balenciaga. Yeah, those are good. So I don't know. So Whoa. I, I, so I'm, I'm struggling a little bit this morning. I, 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 I need to say something to my dad. That's nicer. Like even nicer than just sorry. Like I think today's my mom's birthday. I think my dad's gonna come over. My stepmom's gonna come over, and I, I just think I should have said I, I need to. Wait, so why was he upset that you sent that though? Just because you're bringing up politics, or no? Nah, I was I, I I said some harsh shit. I was like basically uh... like, look, motherfucker, like the politics you raised me with is it, this this is the kind of shit you support, fucking Hitler shit. Like you know what I mean, King King, King Trudeau shit. And it's like it's too much. My mom's right. My dad's 81. Like fuck. But I, but anytime I see that, I just think about my kids. I just think about my kids like, oh shit, because the majority thinks it's okay to be 150 pounds overweight and, uh, live in a space. Like, uh, like I don't want Wally world for my kids. (laughs) Did you hear, did you hear? So when Emily Abbott was on the show, she said a vibrator, uh, desensitizes you and she's not a proponent of vibrators. That's like a metaphor for just how I feel about the the world. Like, like I'm not for things that desensitize us. I'm for, you you know, I'm not for, I'm not for watching TV 35 hours a day. I'm not for like the, uh, alternate realities. I'm not for like, Anyway, so I got to think of something to say. 
Thanks for calling, Brad. Anything else? Will we check you with us next week and tell us how you're doing? Yeah, man. I just wanted to call and say that you've been uh, you've been super great lately, and uh, listen to your show literally every single morning as I'm getting ready, and look look forward to it a lot, and uh, look forward to all the new episodes, and hopefully we don't stop at 500. But that's I, between I, you and Mister Souza. I'm I'm tripping. What's interesting is what's going to happen to my personality um, as the show grows. Like yesterday. Um, we, I saw, we went over 300,000 downloads on, um, Apple podcasts. Thank you. There we go. Um, in a, in a, in a seven day period. And that really makes, um, my head big. That like makes me like, you Start probably to, hear more like, political stuff, stuff right to your dad after that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> got, on, got on that high horse. My dad took a beating after I heard. <laughs> suddenly he thought he was the king of the world. <laughs> <laughs> he's like i'm the king of canada now <laughs> yes so uh, it, it'll be interesting i like um yeah. and, we, and we got a we got a f- uh fat sponsor for to cover wadapalooza yesterday on Un- it's unreal i need to tell will and caleb this night it happened last night yeah i'm pretty fucking pumped yeah man no i think it's all gonna be good stuff going forward so just wanted to check in with you all and uh look forward to it all right, cool. Stay healthy. I'm glad to hear that you're still moving. Got your lungs pumping. Yeah. Uh, stay in touch, brother. Okay. Get well soon. Right, See you, Brad. Yep. Thanks. Seems oh, like a cool. great guy. You know, just a genuine guy. Yeah. Is that unsettling yeah. that he had the phone number and we hadn't even posted it? Yeah, that's what I was asked. The first. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I mean, not really though. You go back to any episode and watch it. And just fast forward to you see it and then have it right. So it's not. Good point. Hey, anyone can Google, uh, and it's called the live call-in show. Right. Um, anyone can just, I want, probably anyone could just Google my name and get my, my personal phone number. Yep. It's weird. Addresses, a bunch of other shit too. It's crazy. Background. Hey, track. how, how awesome was that? So, so you guys, what does Will do? Well, one of Will's like strongest things he ever did was he, in the middle of the, uh, Emily Abbott show, he, he gave us this. <laughs> I mean, and you're lucky that I was still on that show. Disagreeances, like that's the show that I might disappear on. Hey, speaking of big heads, did you hear that? Even even Will's getting the big head. He's like, "You're lucky I was still on that show." <laughs> <laughs> you're lucky. Uh, oh, shit. Hi. Hello. How are you? I did not think I would be the lucky one to get picked up when you guys posted the number oh yeah yeah we'll answer for anyone i mean of course yes lucky caller number two a tough lucky decision. don't you think it's a little early to be drinking maybe i'm not lucky maybe if i'm fair maybe i'm not lucky maybe i'm just the only one that called ah what's the difference Oof. <laughs> oh what's your name my name's eva eva how's life yeah good um i'm actually on my way to cross it to do eva which is the workout today for the CrossFit member I'm close to. Yeah, tough one. Never done it. Um, one of my friends who owns a CrossFit gym, um, every one of the instructors there um, in the last week has come down with um, COVID. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I wonder if you're going to that, except him, except the owner of the gym. It's, it's fascinating. Every single person who works there except the owner who spends the most time there at anyone um, got it. There's also a couple other differences between the group um uh do do you do you have any concern that you might be going to that gym i'm not making this up um 
I I don't because I know uh, I'm a travel nurse and I've worked in cities where they're currently spiking really hard and uh, I'm not there in those cities right now. So it could be that it could be, but I mean, I've also gotten, I got COVID like day one and I had, I don't know. I was never worried about it after that, especially, but, um, so you got COVID and then you, and then you still took, you had to take the vaccine to keep your job, right? Yeah. 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 Any issues with the vaccine? Oh, I, I had really bad reactions to it, at least the first one. And then I got my booster as well. I've had really bad reactions. Just made me like really feel like head cold and really like just for like one day sick, but. Is that is it supposed to be like that since like you're physically strong, you're healthy and it's just your immune system taking it and doing its job? Is that the, is that's that the, the idea? Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's the idea behind it. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And so you get on, you get on airplanes with ballers and fly around just <laughs> in case something happens. Like, like, so when this show goes big, um, I, and I have a jet, you will, I'll be like, Hey, you know, why don't you come with, what was your name? Lisa, Carol, Cheryl. Eva. Eva, Eva. You'll be like, I better write that shit down. Fucking Carol. You'll be like, I'll be like, hey, Eva, uh, can you come on the jet in case, in case I, in case I have a heart palpation? That I would be so happy to uh, be that nurse for sure. Is that what you do though? You're a travel nurse. Isn't that what you do? You just roll with ballers or no? I fucking, no, I wish. <laughs> no, I go to places where there's rampant COVID and take care of people that, uh, aren't doing it's funny i actually one of the things i wanted to say if i did get on this podcast is that nothing um, racist please i got my finger on the hang-up button careful careful (laughs) one one, oh well i don't know uh (laughs) one of the things that has inspired me to do crossfit is that being a nurse like pretty much every one of my patients is obese and overweight and and has comorbidities that are pretty much directly from their lifestyle habits so uh yeah, like stop drinking. I've, I don't do drugs. I, I eat very. I've started to eat very, very healthy, and um, and so just that's. I don't know. When I see people, when I see all the body positivity for love your body no matter what, I think it's great to love yourself. But I know people that have lost over a hundred pounds that say, "Yeah, fuck that." I actually hated myself, and that's why I lost all that weight. Yes, yes, of course. Those people are all lying. Yeah, I mean, no, I, no one's I don't happy know. being a hundred pounds overweight. Toxic Nobody. Positivity. Right, yeah. Toxic positivity. Hey, we. Yeah. You know how I know that is because t- being ten pounds o- overweight sucks. Like it changes. Like it just yeah. changes everything. Being a little hungry, and uh, uh, is actually like there's nothing better than like um, after a workout stretching and being like, wow, I can tell that when I lean over, my roll is not blocking me now. It's not like my 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 fat isn't impeding my movement. I mean, yeah. Yeah, there's I mean, I think everyone uh, I shouldn't. I don't know. But freedom's important <laughs> and, and being free from the the sluggishness of your body. Anyway, hey, good on you. You know, we had a Simon a couple of days ago, the doctor, and he was basically saying that he would love to implement more things to support. I think two of his 10 tenants to help the the, the, the world around um, health and lifestyle was two of them were to um, support people in the medical um, world uh, mm-hmm. to be healthier. Like, hey, you got yeah. you, those oh, yeah. people need to take a look at themselves. So bad, yeah, it's so bad. 
it's pretty sad. Like sometimes I'll be working with people and I'm like, man, how are you not the one in this hospital bed right now? Hey, so some people will come on here and be like, oh, Sevon's um, anti-vaccine or blah, blah, blah. Or how do you tolerate the show? Like, do you feel like I'm throwing rocks at you? Like, I'm like, uh, no, fuck Eva. She I, got the vaccine. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like, like, do you feel that? No, I, I, I've, I used to feel like, you know, you should just get it, like just shut up and get it. But also, I mean, if you're a healthy individual, like that's the first thing you should be doing. I, I, there was one time, there actually one time you said in this podcast that people were encouraged at some point in time to forget about losing weight, just get the vaccine. Yeah, there was a, there was a a, a hospital basically posted, a hospital posted that on the East Coast. They tweeted that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, it, that's, that's my, that's my perspective on the show is like, I mean, I, I love my job and I love being a nurse. So like it's, and I don't know, I've, I've had all my vaccines my whole life. So I just kind of figured, I know they've done research on this vaccine on SARS for a long time and I wasn't that scared of it, but, um, I understand why people don't want to put things in their body like that. And I, I don't think it's, I think you're being healthy and the people that you associate are healthy and that's better than, that's better than being super overweight, a horrible lifestyle. And then just, you know, saying, Oh, I need to get the vaccine because I don't want to get COVID and die. It's like, well, there are a lot of other ways you could die. (laughs) Eva, what's it like as far as like the um, conversation that's happening amongst your colleagues? Is there, is there any way or room there for you to speak freely about it? Do people speak freely about it? Or is it pretty much just towing exactly the narrative that's coming from the medical industry right now? Oh, people, no, no, no. A lot of people, um, a lot of nurses actually don't, I mean, now it's kind of mandated, um, but a lot of people didn't get their vaccines. A lot of nurses, um, a lot of people speak about not wanting to get them. Um, but it is a little bit of a, it's very polarizing because when some people say it, then other people will just kind of mark them as like, okay, well, you're a dumbass and I don't even want to, you know, the whole anti-vaxxer um, it's very prevalent and it's kind of polarizing, but you know, everyone has to, it's, it's gotten to the point where, um, you know, everyone's got to come to work and work together no matter what. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't even know like what hospitals are mandating and what aren't like, I don't even keep up with that crap anymore, honestly. Um, well, also, also you're have, vaccinated. So you're kind of, you, I just turn it off. Yeah. yeah like I don't really pay attention. Yeah. You, you, you streamline your shit. Yeah. Well, and that's the other thing. I mean, the, the problem is the pay for nurses. Like there's so few nurses now that like as a travel nurse, I'm making more than the staff nurses that are working. Fuck it. I'm not kidding. Like 60 to 80 hours a week getting overtime dangled in their face and I'm making more than them. And there are these, fantastic nurses they want to do their job nurses are good people they're not going to leave the bedside because if you leave if nurses left max exodus just quit like like went on strike people would die i can't even tell you how instantly like within the hour people yeah, would die do you have a boyfriend do you have a boyfriend do i yeah i do not do you have a girlfriend no so are you are you being courted um i recently i i was dating someone recently but i'm not really no, not really. I don't know. How many days? So, so, what what town do you live in now? Um, I just finished a contract in Washington D.C. and I'm uh, about to go down to West Palm Beach in Florida. Dude, someone needs to meet this girl and get her. <laughs> <laughs> 
dude i'm uh, telling but, you if you're some dumbass that just smokes weed and when you're dying to be a professional musician get this girl she'll never be around <laughs> She makes a fucking ton of money. I would never talk to someone like that. And you but could okay. fo- oh, that she's don't listen to that shit. She's so susceptible. <laughs> just want so, like oh, you're no. some sort of artist, and you just want a fucking hot chick who does, works out and like takes care of people, and like and, like you won't. She's only going to be home like three days a week, and you can just sit in the living room and practice your guitar nonstop. <laughs> Her parents are going to hate you, oh, but man. I'm telling you. I don't know if that's the quality of guy that she uh, needs in her life. Dude, <laughs> who cares what you, she wants? I'm telling it. you, for my fellow artists, I'm telling you, I would, uh, if if I, man, if I was 20, 30 years younger, I would get take my pen and paper and my colored pencils and my pack of cloves and I'd be sitting pencils. in your house fucking like crayons. Yeah. Mooch off I'm, you. I bums when I was in college. I've been there, done that. I'm over it. <laughs> yeah, good for you. Don't go, at, don't go there. I drew this with a. It, it got all moldy. I've shown this before, but I drew this with a, with a pack of colored pencils on someone's floor in college. I know. So <laughs> crazy, right? A you, pack yeah. of pencils and a dab of ecstasy. Yeah. Well, no, I, no, no, no. <laughs> this is. Look at this over here. This is me, like coming out of a hole. And look at some girls giving me head in this picture. I drew that, and then that's my office. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. See, even look at the type of person that's going to so, be hanging out at your house. Yeah, yeah. Is that how you courted your wife? That's amazing. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I said, hey, do you want to live in a hole? <laughs> <laughs> she said, yes. God, five years. You know, it took me five years to get my wife. Five years of fucking courting. I actually, and then I wrote a screenplay about it. It's called Five Years to Fornication. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> That's true. I'm not making that. The Sevon School of Homeless Courting. Yes. I you're yes. I was always dedicated and focused. <laughs> which um which vaccine did you get? Yeah, Moderna. Oh, do you do you have a uh if you were to recommend one to someone, do you have one you recommend? <laughs> no, I don't know. Uh I only got that one because that was the one that they were giving uh in my area when I did get it. Right. But it kind of, it did, the whole Johnson & Johnson thing kind of weirded me out with the potential for uh, blood clots. I, it's all, it's all, it, there's so much, like, craziness, and I feel like we're so manipulated by the media that I just kind of, I'm so, like, I just don't even, I let, I don't even judge people for doing what they think is right. Whatever, whatever you think is best for you, like, that's. And, you know, yeah. like if I went to the store and I wanted gummy bears and they had gummy worms, like I wouldn't even care. I would just get gummy worms. I'm not yeah. like, whatever. Yeah, I just, I just get them. Yeah. It's just it's just a vaccine. I mean, like, I just take in, whichever I one's there. In, uh, yeah. It's not like it's I, cigarettes. I, I would never it, smoke but... Marlboro. But I but but if they didn't have American spirits, I just fucking would bite the bullet and, and not smoke. <laughs> an interesting analogy but sure no it's not true either i'm just i'm just being a sarcastic asshole john um can you uh block off the 12th to the 17th we are 100 percent doing wadapalooza we are going all I'll be, I'll in. Be there. say that again say Eva? Again. i'm gonna be there with one of my friends we're going to just hang out so i'll oh, see cool. you guys there okay i won't be there but, but Susa will be there yeah come say hi to Susa. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Susan, are you actually nobody, going? Want, 
Uh, it looks like it might be, but nobody wants to come say hi to me, Savon. <laughs> Everyone does. Are you kidding me? Everyone saw that 12 days of workout or 12 days of Christmas workout yesterday. Everyone's itching at your door. Oh my gosh. Dude, though, what 12 days did you do? What was the 12 days? Uh, it was one I wrote about four years back. It starts with one snatch, two burpees, three thrusters, four chest to bar pull ups, five box jumps, six wall balls, seven jerks. Um, Eight kettlebell swings, nine power cleans, 10 toes to bar, 11 handstand push ups, and then the 12 is either a 1200 meter run or 12 ounces of beer or any beverage. Oh, nice. Yeah. And the weight is, is way better. Yeah. It was rough. I, I tried and it did not, it didn't, it didn't go well for me. But I don't drink very often. So it's, it's a, what was know, the weight? 95 for the guys, 65 for the ladies. Oh, nice. I mean, that's light, but it sounds like fun. Yeah, I try to make it to where it's it's difficult, but it's not ridiculous. I've done one in the past that started with one rope climb, and the weight was 135.95, and it was a huge mistake. Yeah. Very poorly Wait, programmed. was it one rope climb, two handstand push-ups, three uh, hang cleans, four front squats, five deadlifts, six burpee box overs, seven toast bar? I can't I remember exactly going. what that sounds, but that sounds yeah. about right. I yeah. hate it when this turns into a CrossFit podcast. I hate that. That's what I did. It was so freaking hard. Yeah, yeah that That's one was mom said. said. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go, guys, because I got to go work out. All right, Eva, so, let us you. stay in touch, get corded. Not oh, by a guy sure. in Crocs, though. Not by a guy in Crocs. <laughs> <laughs> remember makes me happy, I guess. Yes. But Crocs are fucking stupid and they hurt my knees. So yeah, that's there my you go. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Take, take that, Caleb. <laughs> you guys are missing out. You don't understand. <sighs> Eva is a big fan of the show, I think. I think she sent us a DM the other day. Uh, right. if, if you needed some confidence today, Sivan, within five minutes, we got tagged in a story by the Dave Castro and the Lazar Jukic. Within oh, five minutes. Oh, this morning already? I mean, yeah. Um. Uh, uh, John, um, can I call you? And, and I need to talk to you about the show. Uh, hello, Christoph. Christoph Fugate. How are you? Oh, shit. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, Fugati. Oh. Christoph Fugati. Hi. What's up, homie? Just John. Oh, man. How so many what do you light want to talk about? You so, don't want to do a CrossFit podcast. I'm sorry. Say it again. I said, what do you... What do you wish to talk about since you don't want this to be a CrossFit podcast? Like like we had a nurse on and I wanted her to be like, oh my God, yesterday there was a guy and I pulled a light bulb out of his ass. Like he had shoved it in there because he's been, in, you know, and we're getting an, 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 an inordinate amount of light bulbs in dudes' asses because of the lockdown. Like, you know, like fun stuff. That like, would like, certainly... That would certainly be fun. Like, uh, Eva, what's the craziest thing a dude shoved in his ass? Well, yesterday we pulled out a Ken doll. I mean, you know, like. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let me just start with this. Uh, So my kids have COVID and my wife. Congratulations. (laughs) Yeah, it's our first time. I mean it. That's not uh, even sarcastic. I'm glad. I'm glad you're going to get it over with. And I believe that that will allow your immune system to fight off everything stronger in the future and better your kids get it now than when they're 90. Oh, I totally agree. And, uh, we found out, I think, uh, my four year old was exposed to a kid or two at preschool and came home and we got notified. And, um, I'm somebody who I hate going to the doctor. I mean, it's just my last fucking resort. 
Mm-hmm. Um, if I can treat it at home, if I can take vitamins, vitamins and minerals, um, if you, you can know, cut it off, if you can lance it yourself, hell yeah, yeah, lance it myself. And so I say all that. The kids are doing fine. They're four and two. They're young. They had a little bit of a fever. Um, you know, again, vitamins and minerals. They bounce back. No issues. Um, my wife, she's struggling a little bit more. A lot of aches and pains. But we got her set up to get the um, monoclonal antibodies. Oh, cool! So she's gonna be getting that done Monday. Okay. Um, and uh, and me, I felt I felt pretty good for the most part. I had a little bit of something yesterday, and I'm kind of like you. If I feel a little bit off, I'm attacking that shit. So yeah. I went out. It was like forty fucking degrees last night. Did five mile run. Oh, damn! You know, I feel like I feel like I don't know if there's there's any. Um, science to this but i feel like if you wake up and you feel a little bit shitty if you entertain that thought if you entertain that mindset you're probably gonna get fucking sick but if you're like nope not getting sick you tell your body what to do you shut that shit down you work out you do whatever you got to do continue on with your regular day-to-day responsibilities like i think your body can push through a lot of that shit so that's just what i'm trying to do and i feel fine well, let me let me tell you this. It's the middle of the day. You want to take a nap. You climb into bed. You start to take a nap and you start thinking about like your wife. Now, if you keep thinking about your wife, your body's going to have a reaction. You end up with a stiffy and you're going to end up needing to jerk off. If you switch your thoughts and start thinking about something else like your breathing, your stiffy might go away and you won't jerk off and you get to sleep faster. So as a as a parallel or a simile uh, I, I, I agree with you 100%. The bo- I mean, that that's a clear – the penis is a clear example that your thoughts will uh, – um, can change the, the, the course of your day. So, I mean, I, I know someone's going to hate that metaphor. That's why there's other podcasts I, you can listen to. I think that's um, a great metaphor. Thank you. I think you. it's one we can all relate to. <clears throat> thank yeah, you. That's um, what I, I don't know about running in, in 40 degree – five miles and 40 degree, but I'm, but, but, but I think that definitely whatever works for you, you know, Dr. Asim said, if you push yourself too hard, you can compromise your immune system. But there are times when I have been so snotty and so fucking sick and I have gone for a bike ride. I will never forget it. I was in Berkeley and it was basically a five mile bike ride. It wasn't 40 degrees, but it was a five mile, just straight vertical climb. Took, I don't know. And I warred with it. And at some point during that war, a snot rocket came out of my brain and I was healed. I was healed. Like my entire cold, sore throat, everything went away within instantaneously. I came home. I was fine. And the sickness just went away on the bike ride. So um, I think it's important to drink a shitload of water. I think it's important to take a shitload of vitamin C, like one or 2,000 every hour for sure. Like anytime you're drinking water, I think you should be throwing down some vitamin C. I think it's um, important to take a little bit of vitamin D, you know, 5,000, 10,000 a day. And I think it's important to keep moving. If your wife is not sure if, if she has it, um, Mr. Fugate, Fugati, 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 Fugati. Um, what I recommend is the uh, DIU do it yourself COVID test. And what you're going to do is when she's in bed, you're going to climb under. You're going to pull the sheets over her head and just take the biggest, nastiest fart you can under the sheets. <laughs> oh and if she can smell or taste um, your fart, <laughs> then she's good. She's good to go. She's she's so uh, she did she's she did do an at home test. Oh, did you do the fart test? <laughs> oh. oh no, we didn't do the fart test. The DIU one. Uh, oh, you spent money on a test when you could have just done that. 
he did the DIY, tested positive, and then went to the doctor, and uh, they confirmed it. So, um, and me, I mean, I'm like, you know, I felt a little shitty. It's like, okay, I could go get tested, and they could say, hey, you have COVID or no, but I'm like, what the fuck does it matter? You know, it's Christmas. I'm off work. I'm going to stay home. I'm just going to treat the symptoms. I'm not going to treat COVID. You know, I feel a little shitty, so I'm just going to up the vitamins and minerals and work out. Yeah. Um, I, I, I totally, uh, I, part of me totally agrees with that with COVID. I kind of wanted to know, but like, I feel that way. Like, you know, like my dog's limping and my wife's like, maybe we should take him to the vet. I'm like, what for? Like, what, what, what are they going to tell me that's going to cost me a thousand bucks? That's going to do it change, make me do anything else. I don't know. Yeah. Right. No, but one reason I'm running right now, I'm switching up my training. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm training for, a Goggins race. So obviously, you know, who David Goggins is right. I have, I, ha- I have Goggins. I-, I know who Goggins is. I have Goggins. <laughs> Dude, you, you need to get Goggins on the podcast. bro. Stay hard. There he is is he cool? All the clips I've seen. I, I don't think he's cool. No, I think he's one of those guys that, uh, yeah, I've read his book. It's motivational to a certain ex- point, but then I think, when you realize there's more to life than just going, beating your body up and going hard, then I don't think he's that cool. But for some people, he's cool. Wait, you already realized that and you're 22? Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's fucking early. Well, shit, man. I'm 33 and I haven't realized he's not cool yet. I'm like, what am I missing? <laughs> I took, don't worry. It took me a long time to realize beating up your body wasn't cool. I'm 49. I don't think I realized it until I was like in my 40s. So I think, I think God well, is a good so marker. The- Will's so homeschooled. Wrong. He knows all sorts of shit. Us fucking, <laughs> our, us regular public Education. school. Yes. Hey, I went to public school. Yeah, in I, high think, school though. I definitely think there's a uh, dual education. I definitely think um, beating up your body just for the sake of beating up your body is definitely not cool. But for me, the um, the challenge that I'm doing in March, it's more of like a mental thing. Um, you know, because running four miles for me, it's not hard, especially if I you know, do a nine minute pace, 10 minute pace. I mean, that's nothing, but to do it every four hours for two days straight and to be able to get back, recover, sleep, hydrate, eat, you know, that's the challenge. So I think, um, I'm always looking to improve myself, not only physically, but, but mentally as well. And, uh, for me, that's, that's the challenge. And so running was just the, uh, the, the choice of exercise. How about this knucklehead uh, that I follow, uh, 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 Jim. Oh, here I'm gonna pull up his Instagram. Jim, Jim, Bobrovsky. God, his name. What? His what's name is as good as his body. This guy is a fucking savage. What's? A- but this fucking nut is fucking doing Murph every day on top of his normal workouts. Oh, I've seen that dude. What the fuck is this I've guy doing? Guy. Explain this shit to me. He's like 180 days in the Murph for a year. I, I, when I close my, I, I follow this account so religiously. When I close my eyes, I see his body before I see my wife's naked body. It's a fucking mess. My brain. That guy's uh, a maniac. What? Yeah. What? What do you think about this, Will? So uh, that's what I think is interesting. I think the, I forget the caller what he was saying about mentality. I think that's what Goggins is really helpful for for a lot of people. The stuff like that you can get past a lot more than you think mentally, and that you're you can train yourself mentally to be stronger than you are. I think it's the physical stuff that I don't know if it's that helpful for most people. But that can be said for so many, even CrossFit athletes, the things they promote. 
a lot of them are not healthy for a lot of people. But this guy's, I mean, and if it makes you ha- if it's bringing you joy and this is something you love and you're inspiring people using like this 365 day Murph challenge, then I think there's a lot of balance. There's not one one size fits all for it. Look, he wears the same shorts almost in every workout. I wonder I wonder if he washes. Oh no, he has like two shorts he wears. Caller, what what's the furthest you've ran at one time? The longest distance. Um yeah, I did a marathon back in 2016. It was on my bucket list and okay. uh I trained for 4 or 5 months and um and it went pretty and went pretty good. Uh, good. It was cold as shit here in Virginia. It was like 33 degrees at the start. Mm-hmm. And um, my uh, legs locked up mile 20 and fought it for a couple miles. But I finished uh, 336, which I was really happy about. I hadn't done a whole lot of running uh, you know, outside of CrossFit stuff and then specifically trained for the marathon. Is this your first 4 by 4 by 48 that you're doing? Or have you tried a version of it before? Nope, this will be the first one. Okay, I may I may make a suggestion because I did a half one uh, at the start of the pandemic when we shut down. I did four miles every four hours for twenty four hours plus one. Yeah, and um, I would say the biggest thing for me, and I I have never ran more than seven miles before doing that at one time. And um, the the hardest thing to to combat for me was actually getting in calories and then stretching in between. Yeah. Okay. Hey, did so, this for this picture? in this picture did this guy put the the bird in the dog's mouth and or like was he like okay okay come sit here and then he hands the bird to the dog like is that pose yeah the dogs the dogs will go out and pick up the bird and so i'm guessing he posed the dog there he just said sit and hold the bird yeah but isn't there isn't there a command to drop the bird probably so he probably just had brought that bird fresh maybe and, and then stuck it back it in up. its mouth for the photo, right? I mean, I right. approve of that. I'm, I'm okay with yeah. it. No judgment. Those dogs are incredible. Yeah, they are. Hey, okay. um, did you ever, uh, um, uh, did you ever put a light bulb in your ass in quarantine, Christoph? Hell no. Well, oh, then this call's over. That's just a that's an exit hole only, bro. All right. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hey, bro, I appreciate the guy. Uh, Appreciate the tall guy, Susan. Thanks for the advice on the uh, on the race, man. I'll definitely. Hey, real quick, what did you? What was the best way for you to get calories in um, to eat? Because I mean, I, I don't think I'm gonna be able to put down. I mean, for me, after no, I no, work out, no, no, no. Last question, Jesus Christ! Don't make me hang up on this guy. Easy, Dave. <laughs> I um one of the things that helped me is I just did a bunch of sweet potato mash. I had some beef jerky. I just made sure that there was stuff like protein shakes, like something relatively available to get in right away. Because as you get into it, like around my third run, um, you just don't feel very hungry. But then as you go through that nighttime portion of it, where you have to wake up in the middle of the night and then you have to do it again real early in the morning, that's where you really start to feel like if you're not eating correctly, that's where you really start to feel the depletion. So I just did a big thing of sweet potato mash because it was quick, easy fuel, protein shakes, and uh, beef jerky. Right on. All right. Cool. I appreciate it. Lots of couch stretch. You know that stretch? You know the couch stretch? Oh, yeah. 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 Just hang out and let your hip flexors open up. Because especially oh, cool. if you try to do it with weight. Maybe too. you should go to CrossFit Livermore, Christoph, and you could get all the time you want with Sousa. Thank you for calling, Christoph. Have a good day. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> Listen. Thanks, Christoph. Good luck. No, I hung up on him. We can't. I know. I know you did, but maybe he's still watching on, on uh, the tube. Maybe he's still watching yeah. on the tube. 
What is this? What's what's the liver king doing here? Let's see this. Oh, I watched this last night. This was interesting. Oh shit. It's his whole like bed routine and his bedroom routine. Can you guys hear I this? Know. I don't know if it's his whole bedroom routine. <laughs> Little wooden boxes that we made. It's just some plywood so that we can elevate the bed, especially in a high humidity environment, so we don't get any mold underneath. And we have these thin wool pads that are just, I don't know, an inch or two. Just a little bit of stuff down here to give enough cushion to kind of mimic what our early ancestors would have done with some local plants so you're not sleeping directly on the floor. All of the materials, 100% native material, we have 100% organic wool and 100% organic cotton. And Liver Queen will never allow a cell phone in here, but if she catches Liver King listening to a book, we have this little Faraday bag, and that's where the phone goes. Even though the phone is always going to be in airplane mode, this is just an insurance policy. You'll see that we also have Ethernet cables here. That's why phones or Wi-Fi is not allowed in the room. That's why that phone in your hand shouldn't be in here either, but this is for the greater good. We have these Faraday curtains, so when the Faraday curtains are closed, you can't get any kind of cell signal in here. You can't get a radio signal in here. This is kind of a sacred environment. The walls are grounded. The floors are grounded. The ceiling is all grounded with uh, with grounding paint. And so this is really just a pristine sleep environment so that we can. My God. That do you know incredible. the kind of thrusting you could do if there was no mattress underneath you? <laughs> I bet the liver clean there would be no the bed would take away no the, the, the bed would take away no no energy it's like the difference between it's like the difference between deadlifting like on a waterbed versus just the you know barefoot on on a concrete surface i mean i it's not my place to say i, I like i like the liver king a lot but it, and i hope he doesn't find this offensive but i bet you his wife has to be on top a lot you can't have a fucking hard surface and you'd be on top just just you just can't well, they have the wool paddings and the slight cushions underneath. Maybe that helps. Ah, I don't know. Look at this man. Hey, yeah, dude, what if you met him and what if you met him and he was only my height? What if he's only five five? I wonder how tall he is. That would be weird. I hope I do get to meet him. Yeah, I want him to okay. pick me up and carry me around. <laughs> if, around a four hundred. When track. I meet him, I will ask him if I can. Right. I will take a video of me running my hands across that body. Oh, please, please do. Yeah, I will. I will. I will. Oh shit! I just hung up on you, William. Sorry, I didn't mean to. That was an accident. Accident. Uh, so I don't. I, I'm, I'm gonna keep checking my phone because. Um, oh, what did what did Dave post about this show? What oh, oh, he posted oh, the Buttery Bros clip, I think. Oh, he did. With, uh, Hunter McIntyre. With Hunter. Yeah. Hey, you know, Hunter. Hunter and I were texting yesterday, um, and uh, he said that he really wants to. Uh, Mash those guys, Heber and Marsden. I texted Heber and Marsden yesterday too. I actually made a little Hunter, note about that. Hi, Leslie. Hunter was cool. Hi, guys. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry I, Christmas. Hope so. I hope so. Merry I'm, I'm concerned. I'm having trouble enjoying it because I think I I upset my my I know I upset my mom and I upset my dad. What did you do? I just I just I don't want to go over it again. But I I was too aggressive. I basically told them that oh. they're bad people for raising me a Democrat. And I'm 49 and still trying to temper tantrums like that. <laughs> well, oh, it's not God. a holiday unless you have some kind of family conflict, right? Yeah, I guess so. I wrote, Merry Christmas. I apologize for being so aggressive. Do you think I should say something else? Love you. Um, 
Thank you. Thank I, you for the way that you raised me. I love Ooh, you. Ooh, that's a good one. That's oh, good, Leslie. Way better. Leslie. That's why we need you. That's why you the show is better with females. Raised me great. Okay, I said that. I love you, and you guys raised me great, and I mean it. Perfect. Perfect. That's what I would want to hear as a mom. All right. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to say uh, the podcast you had with Emily the other day, she gave a suggestion for um, orgasming, orgasming for, before, you know, every day before you work out. Yes. I'm trying that out. My husband thanks her um, because I do work out five days a week. So <laughs> I just wanted to call in and say, well, I'm going to test that theory out. And, uh, and she is, is your husband part of that uh, regiment, that new regiment? Um, most of the time. Yeah. And, um, what about her? Like, uh, she was like, she was, uh, she was concerned with orgasms that not concerns too strong, but she was saying that there's other orgasms besides just clitoral stimulation, right? Don't girls have yeah. a clitoris, right? That's the thing you got. And, um, yeah. and, uh, and that there should be like an internal one too. Do you do, do you do both the internal one and the, and the clitoral one? Absolutely. All right. Well, shit. Absolutely. I just, we tried it out this morning. I just got back from a 12 days of Christmas workout, CrossFit workout. So feeling good. Feeling great. Is your husband orgasming before every workout? Uh, does it matter? I'm not, this is this is a this is a process for me. Yeah, I like that. That's probably not Great said on a lot of shows. Is your husband having an orgasm? Doesn't matter. Look at that. Great. And no wonder answer. you like this show. Ruthless. 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 Well, that's I'm glad. Amazing. That's awesome. I'm glad the show's adding benefit. I'm glad the show's adding benefit. I thought it was interesting. You know, um, Kate's um post about vibrators and Emily was pretty uh like against vibrators. So I thought that was interesting too, the, the different perspectives. Do you have an opinion on that? I, I heard that too. That made me a little worrisome. So I'm going to try to put that down for a little while so we can, uh, you know, I'll test that theory out as well. It's so easy being a guy. <laughs> easy how? It's just like, there's not like, it's just, Hey, stroke this. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> true. Very true. It's a bit- very one-dimensional process there's there's unless you got someone who's trying to push your button but i i I guess it doesn't have to be you can you can have the button pusher are you button pusher do you try to push your husband's button no i spoil him terribly i really do so no you spoil him terribly is that what you said yeah yeah that's that you're a good dude dude. (laughs) i think i think a lot of women do that i think there's a lot of dudes out there who have just unbelievably great wives yeah yeah and and i do have those friends that do that 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 like to be in control and like to push their husband's buttons but i just don't see the benefit in it i benefit far more if i just spoil him you know yeah 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 take advantage of him too every every men love to be uh taken advantage of even even when they say no don't believe them Okay. Just don't ever like dudes are like, don't ever accept. No, they don't really mean it. We never really mean it. You know what I mean? Like I'm trying to go to sleep or I'm dirty or like, just, just, just don't just be chill. Just don't ever believe them. We're idiots. We're idiots. All right, guys. Well, I'm off for a hike this afternoon. So you guys have a great holiday and uh, keep up the good work. 
Peace and Merry love. Christmas, Leslie. Peace Merry Christmas. Thanks for calling. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I want to, I went to a seminar in college called I Love Female Orgasms, and they told me vibrators don't desensitize for what it's worth. Yeah, that's not true. That's not everything desensitizes. That's I just know that's not true. And and I don't believe Colton. I, how does Colton really? He's dynamic. You're don't, ruining don't my impression of you, Colton. What? What'd you say? I said he's dynamic. He's a man of many things, you know? I know. I just, I just don't can, like to think of him as being that worldly. I just like to think of him as like, like not knowing stuff. Small like town that. Iowa guy. Yeah. He consistently Actually, is building in his my persona. Head, say that again. That it's like he's consistently continues to build on the, his persona. Like we find out more things about Colton and then it's like, man, I really wish you would win the games. It would be <laughs> cool if you won the games. Oh my God. Like, you want someone cool to win the games, right? You want, you don't want, I'm, you don't, you know, Justin's pretty vanilla, cool guy, but it's like, you want someone that has some quirks that it's like, it would be, you know, like rich had a farm, you know, that's like cool. Cause it's like a farmer guy. Matt's uh, Justin's from Stockton, which is pretty cool. But 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 it, yeah. like, even Low if guy. Colton went to the games and won an event, the the place would yeah. fucking go berserk, dude. I mean, it's all about the story. The place would go berserk, yeah. It would Colton be like has- when Cody or Spieler or Josh Bridges. I mean, the place will fucking go berserk. He's a fan favorite for sure. Cool. Guy. Oh, does he? Will Will? Do you hate Justin? No, no. I just think he's kind of boring. I want someone exciting <laughs> to win the games. You know, I want a good story. I'm all about the story. Yeah, Justin's just a good dude. He's a good, yeah, just a he's good a solid dude. guy. Yeah, Nothing against him, but kind of boring. Yeah, it was interesting yeah. when uh, Ben Smith won the games because he was in for so long that when he won, you thought that there'd be like a lot of content stuff coming out and he'd be a little bit more in the starlight. And it was like he won in that year, just went by super fast. <laughs> like same with, same with Graham. Like, same, with, same with Holmberg. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But you made that like, um, remember there was like a couple of videos that you made like number one and number two when you like showcased him and stuff like that. So there was savage. Yeah, there was more stuff I felt like on Graham. Like I go back and like watch his training day and like listen to a bunch of stuff. And although there's a lot of content out there with Ben, it wasn't there wasn't very much like after he won the games. Man, Graham used to do just nutty shit. Like like when we filmed with him once, and this is early on before people did nutty shit. Now everyone does nutty shit. But he's like, "What do you guys want me to do?" And we're like, uh, "You want to do Fran twice in a row?" And he just did it. <laughs> and it was nuts. I want to say he did both in seven minutes or something, or to to Fran and then Fran again. It was nuts. Well, it it might be honestly this too is that I think athletes are more scared to share their actual personality now because they're branded, sponsored, so they're all the same. So that's why it's fun when people like Colton are just themselves, and it's a fun story to watch. Whereas everyone else is you don't even know who they are. Yeah, that's true. Especially the major Danielle. Yeah, like yeah. Danielle's cool on social media. People like that are fun to pay attention to, to cheer for, because you know what their background is, what their story is, somewhat at least. That's why it's you know fun when people like Haley come on the show, because from their social media, you'd have no idea what Haley's about. But when Haley came on the show, you get her personality. And so that's what I think maybe it's part of the sponsorship that we want you know professional athletes now. Well, what you're going to get is boring storylines of people too afraid to say anything because they think it's going to upset their sponsors which in reality i'm like if you're a sponsor you want the weird people hey what did, did you see did you see the interview i did with uh tyson bajant the guy who just won the uh harlan uh yeah. harlan trophy yeah. so so in so in that in that um interview 
I thought he was like I hadn't met someone so wholesome since since the first time I interviewed Rich Froning. I mean, this guy Tyson Bajan, if you saw him walk out of a whorehouse, you would think he was there like saving lives. Like 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 nothing shit can't stick to that kid. I mean, he's so, and I mean that. He's so pure. He's so sweet. He's like He's like a dream son anyway. And after the, and I was just thinking the whole time I was interviewing, I was like, man, sponsors are going to have a field day with this guy. This guy is just every way, beautiful human being. And, um, afterwards his dad told me that he got, yeah, this dude, this dude. So we had this guy on the, on the show and, and, and in a couple days before he was on the show, he threw a pass in the last 10 seconds of a game and won. Then the Saturday after we had him on the show, he did the same thing. So (laughs) two weekends in a row, he threw a last second touchdown pass to win the game. And by the way, he was going to win the Harlan trophy even before that happened. He had already had it like cinched up. It's nuts. Anyway. So, um, uh, his 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 grandfather got upset when he was on on my podcast because he said the f word, like and and and, and I really? found that fascinating just because of the fact that like holy cow this kid is so squeaky clean like I didn't even hear him say the f word, but but I'm I'm pretty much on the other end I'm, I'm the opposite <laughs> of squeaky clean I'm squeaky desensitized dirty. to it desensitized. yeah I'm desensitized I have a vibrator in my brain <laughs> I've been totally desensitized he has over I got one sponsor now, bitches Instagram. nothing to lose well, there you go. Who is this sponsor? Is it is it is it uh Swolverine? God, doesn't that sound like something Ben Smith would come up with? Like CrossFit Krypton, and then and then Ben Smith also takes the Swolverine. Um uh, did you reach out to Alex Smith to see if he wants to come on the show, Matt? Yep. Yeah, I've reached out to him twice on Instagram and then uh, I shot him an email. This was probably about I don't know, whatever, five days ago, whenever we had originally talked about it. Someone, um, hey, Will, with the capabilities you have, can you share screens from where you're at? Yeah. You have, okay. Um, you're, so you're not on here like a guest. You're on here like an admin. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I only have my laptop, though, so I don't have other screens. So it's kind of hard, but. Oh. Are you at home? Uh, at my parents' house, yeah. I'm Googling carry a person. I, I need a picture of, of someone being carried for this next uh, bit I'm going to do. <laughs> Let me see. Uh, can't wait for a good bit and, i think that's uh, what you you need to continue to think of good bits i think that's you know really going to push the show forward uh, i would like to see some voice impersonations from you Sivan. did you see when i did um did you see I, one of the shows i sung a little reggae it was weird yeah that was really good thank you thank you i can't really find you know what someone said in the comments it's really disappointing when you're searching google on there you know what fuck off don't like i don't care what you say and it's, you a, it's, it's a podcast it's not a it's supposed to be an audio you know it's, a, it's all about the audio but i'm glad you wrote it because then that gave me something to talk about while i'm searching for photos again so i mean it, it ends up being a symbiotic relationship i do i do want to thank you in that damn you can't find a picture of I, I can't find a picture of what i'm looking for but anyway someone said hey you have a better chance um of getting um uh oh you know what i'll do okay let's go here you have a better chance of getting alex smith on the pod or you have a better chance of getting danny so we invited danny spiegel to be on the podcast and she said no and she had some she gave some reasons um and she said uh, and and so then i someone said hey if you get alex smith on the 
podcast, you have a better chance of getting Danny Spiegel on the podcast. And I want you to know, I there's no fucking way I would have Danny Spiegel on the podcast unless she were to carry me <laughs> around a 400 meter track. Not like this though. I want to be straddling her face to face. So imagine if this guy was like, like if this lady was holding this guy like a little baby. And, and we would be face to face. And if she carries me around a 400 meter track like that, then I will have her on the show as a guest, but she, she's, she's in the penalty box. And so she's going to have to do something, you know? And, uh, and, and someone said, well, can she, yeah, yeah. Kind of like that, but, but it wouldn't be sexual. Come on. Let's not be risque. This is disgusting. <laughs> Don't we have any values on this show, but anyway, um, uh, yeah, it would be like that, but, um, but we'd be clothed and she could wear a mask if she's like afraid of, getting like no judgment um but so i just want to know like i i really want to have alex smith on he does not have to carry me around the track but danny will have to do some sort of pay some sort of physical uh, feet yeah just something for 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 refusing to come on once maybe already she could, and, she could bounce you like the d-ball that you were bouncing do that <laughs> she could do d-ball cleans with you Maybe like a trampoline below her. She could do D ball cleans with me. I'd rather have I, I I would rather have her carry me around the track like a baby. That would be nice. And I you know what? And she could do it on my fast the day after my fasting day, so I'm a little bit lighter. So I'd be like <laughs> I'd be like one fifty. One fifty. Yeah, yeah. She doesn't. She doesn't share my um values. And I don't know, Vito. Vito's a little strong. Vito, she just doesn't share my values. But that's what I'm saying. Like now, people are saying that like she would come on the show if Alec would come on the show because I guess they're friends. But I'm saying that 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 like the window is now. I'm not begging her to come on the show. She would then in turn have to do something to like, um, uh, uh, what's that called when you get rid of your sins? When you clean yourself of your sin? What? Absolve. Repent. Thank you, Caleb. Re- yeah, absolve and repent. Thank you. Thank you, Caleb. Caleb speaks from, from the dark side. Uh, <laughs> I, repent, yes. Yes, she has to repent. How cool is Caleb's voice, too? It sounds like he's like talking to us through a transistor radio. Uh, rep- <laughs> uh, repent. It's like we're inside like- the radio headset. Yeah. I like the air of mystery, mystery behind him, too. You know, behind the curtain, speaking. And by I mean, the way, you Alex guys knew what this guy looks like. Now. I doubt I, how what you guys say know. that you, I don't doubt it at all. I don't doubt Alec would, would come on the show at all. I, what, what, why would you even say that? That's crazy. That's crazy talk. Let me tell you, people. When we got Haley Adams on the show, people said, I can't believe she came on the show. Yeah. And I kind of agree with you on that one though. And not only did um, she come on the show, but she's, <laughs> she's, but she enjoyed herself and said that she would love to do it any other time, another time. So listen, listen, people, it's like, that's why I don't get when people say that kind of stuff because someone could come on the show and be like, what you just said offended me or let's not talk about that or I don't agree with you and you'd be totally chill with it. Like it's not, yeah. I don't know why anyone would be afraid to talk to you. Yeah, I don't, exactly. Yeah. It's an association I, thing. I, think I, they're more I get it. Of, I get it. But. I think they're more afraid to um, really elaborate on their thoughts and their viewpoints with Sevon than they yeah. are afraid to talk to him because you're going to really try to push them for some logical answers and to really explain how they feel. And maybe they're not ready for that. Yeah. My, my, my mom chastised me a little bit. So, so when we had OPT on, I was a, 
when we had OPT on, I was a little disappointed of, of how that played out and the fact that Dave kind of went after him a little bit and that it became there became some drama around the fact of the difference between CrossFit and OPEX. And the reason why, and I didn't know why, but but the same thing happened when I had Dave Lipson on. After Dave Lipson got off, I said, hey, it looks like Camille wasn't too happy. It looks like they might have had some, a little beef going on between the two of them during that call. And my mom's like, hey, man, that wasn't fucking cool. You did that. And I go, yeah, I felt like that wasn't cool either. And she goes, you're supposed to take care of your guests. And I really do feel that way. I'm not here to play gotcha with fucking anyone. I'm here to have fun. I'm here to keep it real. I'm here to like, um, but I'm not here to play gotcha with my guests. And I want, and I want to take care of my guests. Even if we have a totally different opinion, I'm not here to, um, I'm here to only to push them as far as they want to go. I'm here to like, it's, it, it, it's like, it's like, um, I used to, when I would have Dan Bailey on the CrossFit podcast, people would just be like, man, Sevon's such a fucking asshole. And I loved that because that, that was my goal to be, to, to, to elevate other people. And if that meant bowing my head down and putting my head in some shit so that other people could look good. Great. Like that made me feel great. Like why is Sevon so mean to, to Dan, Dan on the show? Like, yeah, it's fine. That's, it's good. It's good. And it's a show. Like, if you if you don't like that stuff then don't listen to those episodes like it's not about yeah and if you if you just want to listen to Haley Adams and Sarah Sigmund's daughter then just listen to those episodes it's you can choose what you listen to and what you don't listen to so i i, I don't get crazy will no listen to them but all. you should don't listen to every show yeah. even if <laughs> good. listen to every show if you want to if you want to turn the audio off and just let it play on youtube that's fine just click on it. That's all you got to do. Just at least play and click on the ads. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Caleb. Uh, the The OPT interview was awesome until the last ten or fifteen minutes. He looked really disappointed, and that and that's. I didn't mind him looking disappointed. I didn't mind that Brian brought it up. It was the fact that it exploded into something that was a little bit more negative in his life. And he texted me on the side and was like, "Hey, you could have shared another clip on your Instagram because I shared a clip that showed that difference." And he's right. Like I felt, I did not like that. I that that it that it played out like that. I know I can't control all of that. Um, but the same thing with like, after my mom's like, like I didn't have to, the audience could see my DMS filled up. The audience could see that there was that Dave and Camille, that there was something weird going on. And it, it, I didn't need to drive it home. I didn't need to say it. And, and, and that that's when like I, part of the show is me. Part of the cool things about the show is me reflecting on the show in real time as the show is going. And I didn't need to do that. I, I, I know how to put the brakes on that. I'm not a fucking two year old. Most of the time. And also him looking disappointed is on OPT. I mean, he, he, put I was out, talking he, about Dave, but I see what you're saying too. Oh, so, so sorry. Sorry. I was yeah. yeah, yeah. To the, I totally agree. I yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I was humble with even OPT when he said that I said, okay, I'm the idiot. Explain to me the difference. I'm open to the yeah. Like if I have someone on who's a Democrat and who wants to tell me the importance of black lives matter and the importance it is to fucking making the world a better and happier and more equal place where everyone is fucking kumbaya. I'm open to it. But when yeah. they're not on the show, like I'm, I, I, I have my, my strong understanding of, uh, of, of human behavior and, 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 uh, and whatnot. And also going back to Danny Spiegel, like, like if she is going to say stuff about my values and my morals, she opens herself wide open for me to have fun with her Instagram account. So, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not opposed to like, yeah, well, my whole thing is, is if they have such strong point of views and they really think that they're doing good, why wouldn't you be open to having any conversation to help convert the people that are maybe toe in the middle of the line here to your side? If you're really basing yourself on sound, logical, you know, reasoning, 
then why wouldn't you come on to have a discussion to further clarify your points? It's like I kind of get that, but I would be scared to go on someone else's show too. I'd be a little yeah. scared. It's like the comment from Cindy yesterday morning that's like before the show even starts ripping on Sevon for things that she's perceiving. It's like what that does no good, right? Zero good. It does that's never changed anyone's opinion. It's not gonna make anyone like you. And you're just and you're not you're not gonna feel good after comments. Zero. But it makes for good mom jokes. Unless you're <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Well, caller, go ahead. I'm sorry. Three, like how, how, how no, no worries. How's it going, guys? Yeah, Merry Christmas. Hey, hey caller, do you think Will? Do you think Will and I could be related? Uh maybe, maybe. Will, Will maybe is your nose bit. big? It doesn't look big, but it's hard to tell on uh, this apparatus. Uh, maybe bigger than average, but oh. <laughs> I was just watching you guys on YouTube, but it was the uh, the timing is all weird, so I had to walk away. Oh, okay. So, uh, great show. Love you. You're a huge fan. Just got to, uh, say one thing. And I got one question. Uh, first question a while back, I think it was one of your first podcasts. You said young parents are angry parents. And I wanted to know where you got that from. Mm. Is that a context? I'm having trouble remembering that. Oh man. You, uh, you were, you were just, you were riffing about like, parental values and how, uh, how to raise your kids for the most part. And you were making a comment about, um, keeping your kids like in line and everything like that. And just kind of being easy at the same time, like having a level head, but you mentioned that like young parents are angry parents. I just wanted to see where that came from. I I cannot believe I would make such a judgmental carpet statement that does not i'm not like angry about that that's not that's not all. a that's not an offensive that is not an offensive comment to make <laughs> i have never speak in absolutes i'm very uh, no, I, I, I i i'm sure i have said about myself um i if, if i was younger i would it, my kids would um it, it would be a different kind of wrath it would be it, a, it, not, I, like i to, to be fair like i see it in some other parents that i know they're like younger parents and yeah they, they, they tend to be a little bit more angry. I, I so you know, I, I'm like, is that just, I went into a, a, sorry to cut you off. I went into a supermarket the other day and it's a supermarket. I frequent regularly. And the lady behind the counter goes, oh, man, it's so crazy how much time you spend with your kids. And I said, Oh, cool. Thanks. And, uh, she goes, you know, most parents don't want to do that. And then I said, yeah, I do know that. And even my friends who like absolutely fucking love their kids to death and like do so much of their kids, they still like sending their kids to school so that they can get free time. I am not that guy. I'm 49. I'm 49. Like, like, like this is, this is like, like I'm looking at the clock. It's 818 Pacific standard time here. And I'm like in 12 more minutes, I'm going to get off. I'm going to go in the house and those fuckers are going to bomb me. They're going to be running around the house. I'm going to lay on the couch. They're going to start jumping on me. I'm going to get them dressed. We're going to go to the beach. It's going to be pouring rain. They're going to be like, I don't want to go out. And I'm like, yeah, we're going out. And I'm just like, it's my life. So you think that it's partly because some people, it takes a while for them to realize what they actually signed up for? Man, it's a good question. I mean, I have a million answers for you. I don't like if I was, I mean, when I was 34, I just found CrossFit. And if I had these fucking kids, I would be so fucking like between, I was between the age of 29 and I don't know, I'm making this up and and 39, I went to a hundred different countries. 
And I spent the vast majority of my time probably out of the United States. And I went to some fucking amazing, insane places that most people will never, ever, ever. People can't even imagine existing. How would I do that if I had kids? Right, How would I right. have done it's that? It's kind of like you got it out of your system in time. Yeah. Now I, I could care less if, 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 if I left more than two miles from my house. So I, I don't, first of all, I pass no judgment on young parents. Like I, I can't even imagine. I think it's like really, really important to stay super healthy and grind really hard and save as much money as you can. And then when you're older, if you find a woman who, who wants to have a baby, have a baby with her. I did not want to have kids. Like I absolutely, I, I was a hundred percent certain at the age of 34, I did not want kids. I knew I would never have kids. I knew I would never get married. Now look at me at 49. I'm so happily married. I still jerk off to my wife and there's nothing I would prefer more than my kids. I mean, I, I can't even fucking believe this is my life. I was telling my wife the other day, this fucking whole thing that's called men who have commitment issues or, or people who have commitment issues. That's a bullshit statement. That that's the trickery of fucking words. No one has a fucking commitment issue. I looked up the definition of commitment. Listen to this definition. Um, uh, the, the state or quality of being dedicated to a cause or activity. That's commitment. Now look at the second definition. An engagement or obligation that restricts freedom. Well, everyone better have fucking commitment issues. You don't, you don't want an obligation yeah. that restricts your freedom. Uh, I mean, for, for eternity. Why would you get married for eternity? Like, why, why would you do that to yourself? Doesn't even fucking well, it kinda, make sense. It kind of goes back sense. to even though it I am married now, and I'm very happy about, about it. A long time ago. Sorry, go uh, ahead. When you Sorry, said, go ahead. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it kind of goes back to what you were mentioning a while back, as far as like true freedom is your ability to be to be detached of like material objects, right? But like that. humans aren't material objects. That's a relationship. So like, yes, that's a commitment, but that's a worthwhile commitment, theoretically. Yeah. And, and I think you can be committed to like, I've been, I've had this discussion. It's come up a few times a month. What would it take for me to leave my wife? What would it take for me to go through a divorce? And, and, you know, it's easier said than done. Cause I, I, I do have a pretty amazing wife, but like if, if, uh, if someone started, if I was in a relationship with relationship with someone and they started hurting my kids or like if, if I had a, a family member who was an alcoholic, they wouldn't be allowed to drive or be around my kids. Like, like, alone i mean there's there's right. things that are deal breakers but but other than that like yeah it's you you bring up a good point there sorry i'm all over the place here but you bring up a good point about yeah. your kids are not objects and you do mate with someone and then you create that kid and you you sort you whether you whether you want to or not you have a lifelong commitment now maybe even eternal yeah. if, you, if you're like a religious person so I can't imagine doing something here on earth that would fucking follow me through eternity. It's so superficial here. I don't mean that in a bad way. No, it's true. It's absolutely true. Yeah. But, uh, but I'm open to it, but I'm open you, to it. If it's you, the only way I can live forever, I'll take it. <laughs> I mean, you can't take anything after you die. So if, oh, it literally is. If I have to explain to God why I was throwing eggs at cars on the on the uh, 880 in San Jose as a kid, and that, that's going to be on my record forever, but I get to live forever, I'll take it. So, one thing that I one thing that I, I I'm going to uh, change subjects on that segue though, yeah. as far as who's going to meet God. Um, you might not be totally happy that I'm going to bring this up because I don't want to get anybody in trouble. Um, but I should have called earlier when you guys were talking about the subject. 
But when you guys do the news, um, when this came out, Hobart and Kate didn't bring it up. I was like, ah, oh, man, that like that's a missed opportunity. But eh, maybe you guys can't just talk about it. Um, so two weeks ago, there were there were documents released that were corresponding to the uh, initial numbers of the vaccines that came out. Yeah. And I figured like, oh man, like this is going to be great. Hopefully they talk about it. Um, but it doesn't seem like too many people know about it. Let's so I just wanted Let's to put it. this out there. Let's hear it. So back in like night, what was it? Like 1976 swine flu vaccine came out like three deaths. They shut that vaccine down instantly yes, after that, just three yes, deaths. And they yes. were, they were elderly deaths Yes. for the first 90 days. We were at 1,200 deaths yes. from this vaccine. Oh, but, 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 but you can't rely on the SARS. You can't rely on the VARES. You can't rely on the VARES reporting system. You can't, you can't, I don't know. You can't rely on that. Right. So, so here's the kicker. Yeah. There was also an 81% um, abortion rate, spontaneous abortion rate, uh, from those that were pregnant and took the vaccine. And these numbers are coming from one of the big companies' documents. I'm not going to say like you know. What do you mean from the current the one or the swine the swine flu vaccine or the current? No, vaccine? the current, the current, the current, the current. I'm I mean, just making you, a compare. I'm I'm just making a comparison with the swine flu vaccine because if they shut it down after three deaths, they should have shut it down after they knew within the first three months that 1,200 people died. Dude. What, for all I care about is what makes you think you can't bring that up on this show? What's wrong with you? Are you not listening? <laughs> oh, no. I, I, I mean, I didn't want to get you guys. I didn't want to get you guys in trouble of like misinformation and all that stuff. No, it's it's I'll blame you. Hey, I, I, I think that there is a shit ton of dishonesty. And, and the fact that the VAERS reporting system um, pre pre covid vaccine was considered underreported nine to one. And now it's yeah, considered yeah, yeah. overreported is insane. The fact that doctors well, and I know it, I, I I would be willing to bet fucking uh, uh, two inches of Caleb's dick that it's not <laughs> under that it that it's not overreported because no one wants to fill out that fucking paperwork because they're not paid to fill it out. Exactly. No, no and like the doctors don't have that. time. Yeah. And First so, of all, the doctors don't have time, and the the family members whose family just died. They don't want to do that. Their family member just died. They have to, they have to make arrangements. Right. And it, you know and what it, I mean? It, so by the time it's done, they don't even think about it. Let's not forget. If you do get caught doing that, they're sending you to, to Gitmo. Like, <laughs> yeah, like that, yeah. that shit, like you get caught fucking with the Vare shit. You're fucking toast. I'm telling you, I wouldn't and, fuck with it. If I saw something like if someone in my is, family died from it, I wouldn't report it on there. I, I mean, the, the thing too, though, is my point is this, these numbers aren't from Vares. These were, the com- th- these were the company's direct numbers from their initial reporting. This is the, these are the documents that were never supposed to be released for like 76, uh, 76 years based off of the FOIA request. Oh, okay. Right. That's right. what I'm saying. Hey, it's that's their a, that story is company a little, data. That story is a little misleading that they're not going to release that shit for 75 years or whatever. That story is a little bit misleading. I, I, oh, I mean, I, regardless of that, so like, who, who knows? I don't really care about that. All I care about is the fact that these documents actually were released and like more people need to see like, hey, they knew right from the get go, this many people died. The abortion rate was like this many. And that's it. That's all you need to know because they, sh- they shut down previous vaccines just for three deaths. Yeah. 
I'm with Sorry. you. Sorry. I got okay. a little too got a little too into it. No, 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 no. This is good. This is good. I'd rather you bring it up and I'd be like, yeah, that asshole can't stop talking about the vaccines. Not my fault. <laughs> callers, I no, yeah. I mean, no, yeah. Instead of having so, Christy A. Devon Matosian did crying. not screen this call. Devon Matosian did not screen this call. This, this show is completely <laughs> out of control. I, I, am, am I grandpa age? Let, let me think. Sevon, no. your grandpa age. I... If I had a kid when I was 20, that kid would be 29. Yeah, I could have a nine-year-old grandkid. That's true. That's weird. I mean, fuck off. You're never saying Chris, you're banned. I don't what? think you are grandpa age, you know? Thank you. But you're, it's possible. But Thank you, Will. Prom- 49 promotion. Double cool Will's dad. pay. Susan, double Will's pay. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, guys. I'm fucking telling you. This, I sent a text to fucking Will last night and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And I took it, I sent it to Caleb and Sousa too. I took a screenshot. The The show every like three hours was go, our, our, our numbers were, were going up. It was fucking weird. And now they've been going up. I don't know. It's, it's like five months like this, right, Will? I mean, yeah, even this past month, especially. I mean, I think we have like 40% of the total listens in the past month. And, and, and what's weird about that is, is I used to always just look at YouTube and I'm like, man, the, the, the seven podcast isn't growing. And then I, then Will came on and he's like, Hey, can I get the passwords for your podcast? <laughs> Buzzsprout account? And I was like, yeah, sure. Susan, do we care? He's like, nah, fuck it. Whatever. If he erases them all, we'll just do more shows. I was like, all right. So we give the passwords to, we give the passwords to Will and, and the Will's like, uh, congratulations. The show's really growing. I'm like, what? And he starts showing me the data. It's crazy. It's crazy. And so yesterday I reached out to someone. I can't wait to tell you guys who can't wait to tell you guys who And, I, and it, it's a, it's a, it's a guy I've been um, talking with for about a year now. Uh, I use his product. It's one of the only products I use. You guys seen me pump it up a shitload. And I said, dude, look at this shit. Look at my fucking numbers for the show. And he's like, iron sharpens iron. Let's do something together. <laughs> And I was like, bitching. And I was like, hey, you want to, I don't, I don't want to make any, uh, and, and I, then I spoke to O'Keefe. I spoke to O'Keefe yesterday. That's the guy who owns Wadapalooza. And I was like, hey, uh, can we steal your live feed for Wadapalooza? And O'Keefe's like, yeah, I'm, I'm game. I'm like, really? We can just pirate it and show it? He goes, yeah. It's like bitching. So, so we're going to, hopefully John and Brian will be down. That's why I need to talk to John Young. We're going to just basically do the whole Wadapalooza thing like we did uh, the Dubai CrossFit Challenge. Nope, not Victos. That would be great. Um, and, uh, and, and, but not only that, I asked O'Keefe, I said, hey, I, I said this to him. I said, hey, you know, Dave Castro at the games gave me like 15 to 20 minutes every night after the event, can you give me 15 or 20 minutes? O'Keefe says, absolutely, Sevon. I was like, wow, ah, he doesn't use that voice. He does That's, not talk my, like that. <laughs> no, my sponsor uses that voice. Like, O'Keefe, it feels, even though O'Keefe's younger than me, he feels more like my grandpa. <laughs> oh, yes, Sevon, absolutely, I will give you 15 minutes. Whatever you need, my friend. And uh, so so I got this sponsor who's, who, who um, don't, I mean, we, we, I don't think we're going to make money off of it. He just wants to jump on board and be together. He's given us uh, some cash to help facilitate. I think Sousa is going to go to Wadapalooza. He's going to have a camera there, uh, an iPhone there, so I can talk to the athletes as they come off the field. We'll pirate the live stream. I'm getting really excited. And as long as I'm taking my ancestral supplements every single day and I stay healthy, I should be able to make it through the week full full power. Don't forget your liver. Hey, Savon, I'm still here. I'm just going to give you the opportunity to hang up just so I'm not like that guy. <laughs> hey, I thought I told you to shut the fuck up. You're a good dude. Good that is dude. a good dude. That's a good dude. It's just so let me get my key count up. They're just on the call. For so- 
<laughs> oh, oh you guys God. are fucking great. Seriously. Hey, this is- um, one thing I want to go back to the very first start of the podcast. I'm just going to make this quick statement because uh, how Will and Caleb got involved and actually how I got involved as well is a lot of people, especially they'll come to me and they see what I do with the firefighters and the police and that the gym here and they go, Hey, I want to be a part of it. Um, I'll do anything. Just tell me what to do. And I want to make it clear that when you say that you are not bringing value, you have now created a job for me to find a job for you. And so if you really want to be a part of a team, if you really want to step out there and join something, show up, observe, find a way that you could do value, bring value, and then just do the work that brings that value. Don't ask for what you could do or tell me what to do. I'll do anything. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. So when you reach out, just do the work. That is all. Yeah, I'm telling you, Caleb and uh, Will just creeped in. Yeah, they did the work. Like like water under the the fucking door. I mean, I, it's nuts. I yeah. cannot fucking believe that there's four of us on this team doing this. It's fucking bizarre. Except you don't need insurance when we creep under the door. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I get so freaked out every time Caleb talks. I just love it. It's <laughs> oh, awesome. Um, so so um, t- tomorrow, I think I'm going to get for sure. Uh, we'll have Colt Mertens on at, uh, I think, 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, Brian uh, Friend will be here also. Um, and then hopefully Dave Castro will jump in at some point. Have you ever done a podcast with Castro about himself or is he too pri- – so you know what's interesting, Christine, is every time I do a podcast with him, I bring up some of his personal life, ask him about his family, his daughters. I know Dave really well. I've been to his house a fucking gazillion times. I've been to the ranch. He helps my son with his uh, shooting. Um, uh, when I lost my job um, and, and to this day um, – Dave, those those pigs that Dave shoots or those types of things, Dave will bring meat to my fucking family to fucking help out. That's why it's fucking – can you fucking believe people fucking criticize him for that shit? They have no fucking idea what they're talking about. He's always been um, – if he has leftover uh, clothes for his kids or motorcycle helmets or any shit, he always brings that shit to my kids. Um, I He – we have a very trippy uh, and unique um, relationship. When I was at CrossFit Inc. and uh, I didn't want to do a podcast, he insisted I do the podcast. I started it. And then when he thought I was going to get fired, if I kept doing it, he let me know. Um, we have a very, uh, even though he's uh, six years younger than me, uh, there's very few people in my life who've taught me as much as he's taught me. I mean, he really, um, without teaching me, he's not like, Hey, I'm going to teach you this shit. It's just stuff like you're around a certain kind of person. And you're like, okay. Like I, like I've, and I said this a million times, I didn't have no idea what integrity was. I didn't even know what the word meant. There was a time in my life until, until the first time I ever did ecstasy, I didn't even know what the word, uh, focus meant. I remember the first time I did ecstasy, I was in the backyard of my house in college. I was like 20 years old or something. And it was, it was actually, I learned how to do a pull up and, uh, I didn't do drugs like recreationally, like normal kids. And I learned how to do a pull up on XT and in my, and in, in my housemates like, Hey, do a pull up on this branch. And I'm like, I tried and I couldn't. He's like, dude, it's not really a pull up. It's you, you flex your lats and he squeezed my lats and I was on ecstasy and all my focus went there and I flexed my lats and my whole body went up. I was like, holy shit. Why the fuck do they call it a pull up? It's a back, back lat flex and your body goes up. So there's things that you think, you know, the definition of or meanings, you know, the definitions of until you, until you, until you realize you don't. And integrity was one of those things. Dave taught me about integrity through his actions. And so, so going back to, um, 
I have had him on the podcast. I do know a lot about his life, but when I do, but there's also a lot of stuff I don't know about his life, but whenever I push him, he pushes back and he doesn't mind pushing back. He's not like the kind of person that takes offense to it. He's very kind. He taught me how to do this. He's very comfortable saying, no, I'm not going to talk about that. Or, Hey, don't I, but it's funny. People in the comments are like, don't you know, by now he doesn't want to talk about it. It's like, dude, you like, he's not, he's not a bitch. I can keep pushing. You know what I mean? It's like, I had, I had tried to kiss my wife fucking 20 times before the first time she let me kiss her. <laughs> five years. <laughs> yeah, five years to fornication. Episode 55 is the Dave Castro solo episode. Okay. Hey, and, and, and do you know what you want to know? In, up until last week, that was probably our all-time most popular podcast. And we had so fewer listeners back then. Mm-hmm. That was right before the games too, I think. Uh, Travis, please send me another email. I searched for your email after I saw that come up in the comments like a couple podcasts ago. And for whatever reason, I could not find it. So I'm not purposely ignoring you at all. Please just shoot me another email. It'd be great. Thank you. Yeah, Travis has been great. I'm sorry, Travis. There's a there's a bunch of you who are in my inbox who've been great. And I have you marked as unread. There's another one. There's another guy, Curtis, who's in yeah. there. I got to get And we do guy. need help with apparel. So. And it, hey, those shirts... Say it again. DM our Instagram and I'll say, Hey, Susa, Travis said he wants yes, to respond to also, Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, and so, so you guys know that is what's kind of what's going on here. Um, uh, in, a, in a nutshell, Susa does the scheduling, Will takes care of the Instagram, and Caleb takes care of the clips for the subclip station. I mean, that's a, a little vague. Is that correct? More or less. Yeah. 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 And, so, and, then, and then Will harvests those clips from uh, Caleb. And then they started talking. I've lost control. I don't know what anyone does. <laughs> Travis, if you uh, shoot me a DM, I'll send you my email so it doesn't have to go through Sevon to me if you don't have my email address. No, uh, no, no. It's not those. those what was that called? That was something. Um, I, I, I did really like those. I don't think that guy has money to sponsor us, but what was that guy's name? He was a games athlete, black dude. Oh, um, Elijah, strong as shit. No, wasn't it Jordan? No, it's it's but no, no, it's 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 before Elijah, after Jordan. Evans, something, right? Evans. Yeah. Was yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah. Evans is his last name. Josh Evans. No, games athlete. John Evans. John. John Young. No. John Young. Tell us, John Young. No. Tell us. Is Agent John Young. Evans. John. CrossFit Games, Evans. He's super strong, dude. Too. Jeff yes. Evans? Jeff Evans, yes. Yeah. Jeff Evans. Yeah, Jeff Evans has a supplement. Um, it's, 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 But it has cayenne pepper in it, and you squeeze the drops in your mouth, and it's so fucking good. Is that what you I, used to drink in, like, the kind of transparent cup all the time on the show? No. That was um, that was good dudes that I used to Uh-oh. ice, but now I drink hot coffee because I drink it slower. Yeah, yeah. Wow, I don't remember Jeff Evans looking like that. Yeah, that's that him, though. Sweet. Oh, let me go say hi to my buddy right here. Uh, he's at work. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Uh, uh, great Christmas Eve show. We will have a look at I'm a fucking mute map. Bye bye. Uh, Caleb, thanks for coming on. Um, will, thanks for coming on. Susan, thanks for coming on. Sorry about that. Thank you. Sevon, thanks for coming on. Barbara, thank you. Thank you for being awesome. I mean, that's the job. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. We'll see you guys tomorrow in uh, 22 and a half hours with Colton Merton's Christmas with Colton and Brian Friend. Yeah.